Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and here we are again in August. It is now hashtag RPG a day again for its eighth year. God, it's it's been so long. Again, we're joining in with all the other tabletop gamers out there to get creative and use the prompts now for RPG a day 2021 to inspire you guys to all write, vlog, blog, draw cool pictures. This year they're asking for whatever you do, do. So we are going to go ahead and start out with the next day. All right, guys, here we go. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim and Kelly here from Creative Play and Podcast Network, and welcome back to Hashtag RPG A Day 2021. It is August the 22nd, and the word is substitute. No substitutions allowed. (laughs) Or I substitute my reality for your reality. So what do you got, Kelly? Anything good for substitute? Uh well, let's see. Um not like immediately offhand. I mean rolling real dice, there's no true substitution to the feeling you get no. from rolling real dice. Unlike I, I don't get me wrong, I love doing um, being able to game online and stuff but there's really no substitution for doing the the actual the the feel of rolling a die exactly yesterday we got to to actually have some real in contact rpging and it was nice to actually pick up dice and roll them across the table Mm -hmm. there is no substitute for that it, it was it's been a while and it was so nice to actually you know, do it. It was it was really cool. Actually seeing face-to-face contact as opposed to the occasional Skype video or just voices. No substitute for in-person gaming. Yep. Agreed. Uh, so uh, for substitute, I will throw out their uh, rule substitutions. You know, uh-huh. Like the old uh, baseball pulling in a switch hitter, you know. Of don't be afraid to in your RPG games to, especially if it's just a homebrew game, substitute one rule for another rule. It's like in D&D, you've got the Dungeon Master's Guide has optional rules, you know, like for those that want wounds to be more critical and those who want healing to be slower or like for all of our games, the flanking rule, which which I still keep the flanking rule in play because I'm an old school D&D in that regard that I like the idea that when you flank someone... It is difficult to defend yourself when you have two people ganging up on you. That's true. And it is good to uh, talk with your group, see what works better for you guys, and substitute rules when necessary. Because remember, all the rules are really just a guideline. You know, it's just for uniformity, 
consistency and a guideline for play, you know, from the mechanics point of view. It's more of a guideline, really. More of a guideline. So says Captain Barbosa. <laughs> and don't be, don't just don't be afraid to supplement something else for it. Or if you want to try for a one shot game to try doing something differently, like, you know, just in case, you know, you haven't tried a different game and you tried something and you realize this rule works really good. I'd love to use this rule for this. Well, <laughs> this works really good for this game. And I'd like to use it in our game. You know, that's totally a thing you should do. Yep. You know, so many games have, you know, they don't have a codified, this is what you do in this, unless it's Pathfinder or Pathfinder 2nd Edition situation. Sometimes you just have to pull a rule out of your ass and say, we're just going to roll a die and see if it's even or odds. You know, sometimes, you know, that substituting a quick rule like that works. And if it doesn't, don't try something different next time. But I think that it would be important that people agree. It's not just handed down from on high. I mean, you do call the shots as the, um, d- you know, the, the GM, the game master, but um, it's always nice when people are involved. Mm-hmm. There's no substitution for good communication. Mm-hmm. As this, you know, it goes back to one of those rule ones is I always like throwing out there with players when they're just like, this rule is bullshit. I'm like, okay, so what do you suggest? And when you give me what you suggest, now you do realize it goes both ways for both exactly. players and NPCs. So if, you know, as I've joked with many, you know, in many games that if you consider a rule too OP to let your players use it, why aren't you using it as a GM? You know, it's and you can totally as a GM use it once or twice to remind them, yes, it's OP. And if you keep using it, I'm going to use it right back at you. Mm-hmm. Because there are some games where, you know, you have to throw in a little supplemental rule, like uh, even in Genesis, when it comes to using the destiny points or the fate points or the, uh, you know, story points, is depending on which game system you need. Of some games, players don't like that both GM and player can upgrade the difficulties by using destiny points. Yeah. So, like, in those groups, I'm just totally cool with, okay, we're going to be consistent. So it's once we make the call, we're making the call. But is it both the GM and the player can flip a point, which just makes everything cooler and more difficult and more risky? Or do we just let one flip per roll, which which is kind of my preferred one. But uh, both of them can cause really exciting things to happen, which which can be good. But, you know, it's, it's just be commutative with your group and stay consistent with it. Yeah. And definitely when it comes to substituting rules, try to keep as constant, consistent as you can with it. Because that's pretty much, you, you'll lose game you know, consistency if you get willy-nilly with rules. True. That's, that's why we have rule books to start with. However, you know, for supplement, I will totally throw out there, remember old setting books used to be called game supplements. That's so, true. I'll throw that one out there to supplement, too, is... But you mean substitute. The the word of the day is substitute. Substitute, yes. Why was I thinking? You, you substituted the word supplement in place I of did. substitute. I totally did. I went back a whole <laughs> week. Wow. Yes. I don't know why I went there, but all of a sudden I went there. Probably because I was looking at a, I was looking at my GM's uh supplement for City of Mist sitting here as the cat was trying to knock it over. Uh-huh. 
There's no su- there's no substitute for keeping a cat off of your game system. <laughs> Especially when the cat is wanting all the attentions. So do you have anything else for substitute? No, I I, I think I'm good. Okay, and I will throw it out there. A substitute GM is sometimes a good thing. That if your GM, up. If your GM can't play or is just not feeling it, uh, having a substitute go in there and pitch it for them, that, uh, that can be a good thing. Cool. Alrighty, guys, so we will wrap it up and be back with August the 23, Memory. Memory. Now you gotta keep singing the song. <laughs> Well, which one I could give the, the cats or Mammy, misty watercolor memories of the way we were. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition, and Scion, Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.